Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire and Berkshire. The show that brings you all the facts about your local area. We are always looking for new guests to talk to us. So if you'd like to come on to our podcast, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk. So sit back and enjoy the Weekly Experience Podcast. So on today's weekly experience in a secret location for lockdown 2.0, we hear from Peter Gordon, former breakfast show presenter from the Eagle Radio. And then crossfade to her Perry Como tapes in the other. And I now realise that effectively what I was doing was a sort of radio show in front of her, although I didn't really get that's what I was doing. So PG talks to us on the podcast today. Plus also, uh, we've been out and about and we chatted to Ollie from Ollie's Christmas Trees. We get through about a thousand here. So yeah, it's it's grown it's grown a lot. We've uh, more than doubled the amount that we sold from the first year since we started and every year it has increased. Plus also we join the community of Fairmile in Fleet and Nepal Gardens in Church Crickham for their annual switch on of the Christmas lights. Also we hear from Dingley's Promise and the Fleet Christmas market as well and some Christmas treats as well on the podcast that's all coming up plus also some music as well from Mandy Dingley looking forward to that Mm. sounds good indeed so the team today on the podcast to my left hand side I know you can't tell on the podcast it's me it's Beverly hello looking very shiny in her Christmas uniform that's yeah. it. Yeah. Looks and for Jack's per usual on the knobs. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, he's happy on the knobs. Pinging with the Uncle Ben's going off in the corner, probably. No, it's Sainsbury's now. Oh, Ben's you moved up to Sainsbury's. It's cheaper. Oh, blimey, Charlie. So then, team, uh, what's the uh, week been like for us all? Um, I finished decoupaging my pig. Right. And we still haven't put any photos up, but I'm a little no, bit No, 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 we want to see week. the photos. Yeah, I've given him eyes now, so he lives. And it was green, wasn't it? It's turned to green. Well, it's blue and green now. Oh. It was blue, green, purple and black. Is it, it's come out def- in a rash or something. <laughs> Definitely pictures. We promised this last time it went out. So, we- Yeah, but I've actually properly finished it now. Oh, okay, and okay. I thought I so now... Pictures I from you this it. week. I'd, I'll send some. Yeah, because yeah, uh, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get very much like... Plenty of offers coming into you for well, financial you know, input. Yeah, so I can put it into my pig. Yeah, and mm. or, yeah, and also people are going to ask you to change the colour of their pigs for them. Yeah, well, I'm happy to decoupage. You're happy to do that, or an elephant, or a cow. Pa- How do you say it? Decoupage. Decoupage. But nobody's seen it yet. I've never heard that word. <laughs> Have you heard of this word before, Jack? No. No. Well, it, it's, say, say it just means rip up little pieces of paper and stick them with uh, see-through glue. Have you been watching too much play school or something? I've obviously had too much time on my hands for some inexplicable reason. I bet she's got a blue Peter badge. I haven't. <laughs> I've I haven't. got one. Okay. I've you've, got one. Good. You've got one? I have. Have you? Yeah. Tell us why. I'll tell you one day. <laughs> okay. I'll br- I'll w- perhaps I'll wear it one time when we're recording the weekly experience. We'll have to take a photo then because obviously yeah. nobody will see it, will they? I don't have a gold one, but I do have a. Would you want a Christmas edition of Blue Peter? I'm not saying. In, in, in no. a choir, you know? We need, we need to <laughs> find out saying. some more about this. So, uh, the team, you've been decouperaging, or whatever you call it, <laughs> a pig. Jack? <laughs> I've been... Um, You've just, been playing with Alexa, haven't you? Yeah, turn her off because she'll talk yeah. to me. Probably hear the, the other room going now. Um, I've been playing some LED lights. Yeah. So we're now, uh, basically, just to let you know on a podcast, you know, close your eyes a minute if you can imagine, the lights are now red because the microphones are on. 
That's what you wanted to see. Red for yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's well, unfortunately, the top really, one really I can't good. change. That's that's white. Do you have? Do they change to green as well? Yeah, green, red, blue, and if you use the app rather than LXR, I can make them all flash and stuff. Because green, uh, green should be when when we go to an interview, they should be green. Yeah. Okay. So remember that. Well, before we go to an interview, if I just get my app up, and this <laughs> is going to you're going to get Jack talking all oh, sorts of tech talk. Me. I so, think we need to move on reasonably quickly. Yeah. Probably bore everyone, well, but there you go. Does it, did you suffer from epilepsy at all? No. Okay. Oh my word! Goodness me! It's like party, a disco. It's like a di- hey, we've got some disco music coming up a little later on. Oh, that's from great. Mandy. Put all about the bass. All about Ooh. the bass. Ooh. No trouble. <laughs> <laughs> work well, Jack. So hopefully people will be able to see that on the podcast. Mm. Yeah. Uh, plus, also today on the show we have the usual quiz, Mm-mm. all relating to. The C word Christmas. Woohoo. Oh, yes. Jack, so, chances? You, you should get three out of three today, Jack. I hope so. Any... Because it's nothing to do with the region have at I, all. Have I won one? I can't remember now. We got we drew last week. Yeah, okay. you were both got 2-2 two, two last week. You did mm. pretty well last week, which I was most impressed. Mm. Three out of three from both of you today, I feel. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, plus, also, thank you very much. So have a think who you'd like to thank on the podcast for today, uh, where we reward the unsung heroes. Right, should we get on with the show? Yeah. First of all, then, let's head off into the lovely, is it Tweezledown or Twizzledown? Tweezledown. Tweezledown. Public house and join Bev standing in the cold with Ollie. Bev! Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you got started here and everything? Uh, yeah, of course. So uh, my dad actually used to be the landlord of this pub, along with my stepmom, Maz. Um, and uh, yeah, I was not the chaps who used to sell trees here basically disappeared about paying the rent once. So, oh, wow. yeah, so I left college, I'd always wanted to have my own business, and this literally sort of land was on a plate for us. So, he said, Look, Ollie, why don't you give it a go? I did, it was an absolute disaster. We lost a lot of money, and uh, probably one of the hardest months of my life. Um, but I remember, I think I remember that first year, it seemed successful to me. It, it not? It, the first year was very hard. Um, we overbought the trees massively, uh, and we had to sell them off at a loss. I was driving to Cardiff, Bristol to sell them to other wholesalers, but at a loss for every tree, and we still had 300 in excess, so we had a very expensive bonfire. So it, it was tough, I'm not gonna lie. As a 19 year old, as well, first business venture was an absolute disaster and how many years ago was that 10 10 years <laughs> but i haven't forgotten that lesson it's sav- it was a savage starter <laughs> to be quite honest <laughs> but that's always say you know you talk to alan sugar or, or rich branson or any of those people you know it's a learning curve isn't it you go you're giving in this opportunity yeah no i was given an opportunity I'm, I'm very grateful for it and uh yeah it's it's definitely grown i learned from that mistake and uh every single year it's progressed and progressed um and yeah it's it's, it's great. We've got four sites now, so I've opened three others as well. Where are the others? Uh, the other one is in Woking. One of them is in Woking, which started five years ago. Six, sorry. Uh, and I started two new ones this year because I got made redundant a couple of months ago. So it was a good opportunity to expand because it gave me more time. So the other one is in Weybridge and the other one is in Chilworth towards Southampton East. Area. And why have you chosen those areas then? Have you got connections? Uh, no, I actually, very bizarrely, Facebook did a bit of a wonder here for me i put up a post in winchester which is where i grew up um asking if anyone knew of any locations and an area manager for a pub chain said i'd love you i'd love to see i'd love to have you sell trees at my pub and they have hundreds of pubs over the country so i chose the two that suited me best basically wow that's really good isn't it i kind of believe in serendipity and fate and stuff like that so you obviously had a reputation that they wanted to carry on with well we they ha- didn't know the first year of course 
No, no, no. Hopefully not, <laughs> not many. Well, until now, hopefully not many people did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no. It's um, no, no. It, it was very good. And yeah, he saw our website, saw how we worked, and uh, yeah, he he obviously wanted us to sort of be representing his pub on the outside, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, so which one would you say is your biggest? Um... Here, certainly. I mean, Christmas trees is all about tradition and families coming back to the same place. Uh, so the more years you have the business continues to grow as long as you're doing the right things and clearly hopefully we are well you are you've got a fantastic reputation everybody's gonna is ollie gonna do it is ollie gonna do it is he allowed to do it oh my ollie can do it you know and it was all that hype and fantasticness wasn't it they were really pleased yeah exactly well we, we just try to make a bit of an effort like we've got the head in the hole every kid gets to wrap their own tree as well get a free chocolate we always have a prize going with winning a free hamper if you leave a review on google so it's not much, but it's just something to make an effort every year to make sure that we're, we're not just going shopping. We're actually a bit of an experience within its own right. Yeah, well, I think that's really... And you do achieve that because um, I've been coming for, oh, yeah, well, at least seven years. I would say I can't remember prior to that, but I'm sure I did because I'm a traditionalist for that. And we were, and when um, my daughters knew we were coming here this morning, they oh, no, oh, no, no, not to buy the tree yet. We will be coming back. But it is an occasion and it is an experience, isn't it? How many trees do you think you sell? We get through about a thousand here. So yeah, it's it's grown it's grown a lot. We've uh, more than doubled the amount that we sold from the first year since we started. And every year it has increased. So uh, yeah, it's good. And the, do you know what? I'll be completely honest. The, one of the biggest things, the reasons this place has succeeded is um, is the people who are working for me. So looking at Eileen's a good friend of mine. Joe was an old neighbour of mine. Um, so the people here are friends of mine, and they're here because two reasons one is I pay them <laughs> uh, but what the other is because they are friends of mine and they're here it's not their main job so they come here because they like being outdoors they like dealing with people and they want to help me out so the whole atmosphere is very banterous very good vibes it's great it's re- and I, it means I really enjoy my work they enjoy their work and therefore the customers they, they get that sense they, of feeling they, get, they feel it's real and they feel the passion from you guys so they feel it's just very simply sincere yeah sincere it's, that's a really really good word for that isn't it? so how do you decide how many of different heights that you get so actually that's really dictated by the well sorry i decide which supplier to go with i've gone through about five over the years to make sure i get the best one so i'm not i'm not afraid to ditch the supplier if i'm not getting the best one i've done it many times um and then what you do is you select the the right heights from them but they obviously have a list of heights and you choose which ones you want Um, so they come pre-tagged at the right height but uh, so yeah, that that's not dictated by me as such. But I do choose which supply and which heights to go for in the first place. Okay. So you don't you do another job as well as just this? So I was a I was a travel agent for three and a half years. So my holiday was doing this and working harder than I do all year round. So for three and a half years, I haven't actually had much time off at all. Right. If you imagine, you get about five weeks holiday a year. Three of those weeks, I was slogging my guts out 16 hours a day here. So it's been a pretty tough three years. In a good way, I do enjoy it. I volunteer for it, so no one's forcing me to do it. But it's still it's still pretty tough. Yeah. But it's good. Have you got any interesting stories? And in, well, I know everybody is interesting who's bought trees from you, but do you have any, like, celebrities rock up because they've heard I don't. You? I don't have any celebrities, but we've just got... To be honest, it's more like local little stories. Like, I remember one year, this guy bought one of the biggest trees I've ever had. It was huge. And uh, all I had was my Ford Fiesta at the time. Uh, and he said, I want this tree, but can you deliver? I said, no, like we're rammed. There's people everywhere. He said, look, I desperately want this tree. We need it tonight. I promise our kids. Tell you what, I'll work here for you if you can deliver the tree. So I lashed through my doors, this, this 10 foot tree to a little Ford Fiesta, <laughs> drove to his house while I left this random customer 
to work with my colleagues deliver the tree came back and this guy was running around like a headless chicken it was, it was absolutely brilliant so it's just these little things that's a fantastic it's, story it's just and we've had a lot of like uh, you know we've had a lot of uh, weird and wacky customers one guy was bartering bartering I don't barter it's not a thing but he was such a character I went you know what hell with it heads or tails I'll give the price you want and he won the kit <laughs> but you know so the that makes it a fun experience well that's what I mean like I'm I'm happy you know it's uh I'm always happy to adapt to as long as people aren't taking the mickey in terms of that bartering thing but in all honesty we are a shop I don't go, no one goes to the Tesco's and starts bartering them so I feel like the same respect should be given to me but obviously I'm a human being I'm right here and I'm happy to sort of roll with things as well alright okay well thanks very much it's really great I mean here we are it's what November the uh, November the 28th November the 28th and it's been super super busy today and we're not even into December it is in fact our display is an absolute mess so I, I should probably run off in a second and uh Grab as many trees as I can and wrap some more some more customers. Do you go and do you go um, and refresh, or do you keep them somewhere very local? So there's a there is a lot of work that goes into this. Every single morning, we have to drag down every single tree, pull them out the van, unwrap every tree, stand them up. In the evening, we then have to wrap them all up again, put them back in the van, and take them to storage. So we were starting at 5 a.m. this morning. We didn't stop unpacking until 8:30, and we'll start packing about five, and we won't finish till eight in the evening. Rain, so, shine, snow. Frost. does not matter we are here and we are doing it and the bit on the bigger weekends it's 4 a.m it's it's a long long process so uh well, hence probably why they're friends because they they have to be well, i was <laughs> going to say on behalf of everybody in fleet i'd personally like to say thank you and i'll be back just after the 9th of december to come and buy buy one from you so thank you well, Ollie. I'll, I'll be here thank you so much. no well thank you to everyone else because like we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the local support so simple as that and thank you it was busy there wasn't it bev it was so busy there was it? it was really lovely to see the whole of fleet community coming out and about to get their christmas trees locally i loved it i really good one thing i want to say is though when he was talking to us oh yeah it did sound very slightly muffled because that's the whole um he had his mask yep. on and i was really impressed with how they dealt with all that side of things very well but you know but one thing about him having his mask on, he has beautiful eyes. Anybody who goes along and, and buys a tree. flirting with Ollie. I wasn't flirting with Ollie. I just appreciated his see that eyes. smile on her face there? That was flirting. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. definitely. There was a gen- <laughs> gentle glint in the old voice. I know when you ladies are flirting. Don't pay any attention. Jenny Thornton is exactly the same. She, she's the worst one because it's, it's not... It's, I wouldn't say it's notable. It's notable massively. Yeah, yeah. I was not flirting with Ollie. I think you can appreciate someone with lovely eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a whole experience at Ollie's Christmas trees, isn't it? It is. You get chocolates. You can have um, one of those. Put your whole face in a hole and take a photo. Wish we had with you and Ollie. <laughs> not um, saying anymore oh. I don't know what was going behind the yeah. <laughs> Ollie sorry if you're listening to this on. do apologise it friend. was good fun very hard it was work a family show yeah <laughs> there were a great bunch of people there and thank you for uh, yeah, spending some you, time Ollie. with us yeah. uh, to do the interview right uh, let's move on ladies and gentlemen for the podcast for today we've got the quiz coming up for you in just a couple of minutes first of all though uh, for many years PG Peter Gordon has been the host of Eagle Radio's breakfast show till recently we caught up with peter here's just a smidge on what he had to say you can listen in full on one of our other podcasts details coming up how you can access that we begin with peter's childhood um funnily enough i was in public quite early on i was quite shy um uh, in my own world however i was um i was big and bold and i'm not sure that's particularly different from from a lot of kids in fairness but 
Um, yeah, so I was quite shy to start off with, uh, but then sort of started coming out of my shell a little bit um, for other people, not just within my family, sort of in my teens. And um, yeah, that's where it, it but I was always, um, I, I was always uh, pretty adventurous. Um, I liked uh, fun and uh, um, uh, as opposed to concentrating at school uh, and various other things. So, so yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was happy. And I was, you know, Roger, I was happy. I had a really, really happy childhood. I was in, um, I was in Guildford for the most part. Um, and uh, therefore, you know, grew up in a, in a lovely part of the world. So, you know, we're very lucky in our Surrey area really, for the most part. And um, yeah, so I was very, very happy. Thank you. She had a couple of cassette players, cassette players. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And I used to play her Val Dunican tapes in one and then crossfade <laughs> to her Perry Como tapes mm -hmm. in the other. And I now realize that effectively what I was doing was a sort of radio show in front of her, although I didn't really get that's what I was doing. But I would say that it took us, uh, so we launched in 96, and I would say um, it took us until 99, 2000 for me to start feeling that we were really cutting through. Uh, we, in that period of time, uh, with those listening figures, we became, in the area that we broadcast to, which was about half a million people, we became the first, the, the number one commercial listen in around 1999, 2000. We, we overtook Capital, uh, who had been very big in this area and had regained ground again um, in the, the, the years preceding. Yeah, and, and as I say, you know, it was something that we really worked at. And look, you know, I wasn't everyone's cup of tea, myself as, as a character on the radio. Um, I'm, I'm not 100% like that the whole time, I'll be honest. But I, I played to that because it, it made a difference. And, and in the way that, you know, a lot of people felt Bev was obviously out of the two of us was the warmer one. And that, by the way, that is true in real life. Um, um, but, you know, not everyone also felt you know, it, it, there was a there was there was a polarization to a certain extent around people's characters, but that's what you can do, you know, when you've created that. And and what we did was real. Some of it was, as I say, slightly overamplified on occasions. Uh, I remember when I signed off from Eagle in the summer. You know, I just talked about it being a, a, a privilege. I mean, it really was. It was fantastic. Hmm. I mean, I, you, you know, to be able. I, okay, you know, yes, there was some work put in, and yes, I had to learn the trade, and yes, and all of that. But, you know, sometimes luck just comes with you. And I just, I just think it did with me. And I know the others feel the same. And, um, and I think that is, that, that, that's also another little part. But, but I think, therefore, once you get that sort of stroke of luck that happens, then you have to celebrate it and you have to do something with it. You know, and, and um, regardless of what people thought of maybe some personalities or whatever it was, you know, we did stuff at Eagle. You know, we did it. We didn't. We didn't just sit back, play a few records and hope for the best. And I'm not saying that's what everyone does. I'm just saying we didn't do that. We absolutely made sure that all our staff, whatever they were, from, from the finance department through to the sales department through to people that went out doing videos, whatever, whoever it was, 100% engaged with what we were trying to do because we talked about it as a team. And everyone signed up for. So, just wanted to put on record here. Anyway, I just think the stuff that you guys do is just really good. I mean, it's really, really good. Talk about supporting the community, supporting good causes, uh, putting something back into into the area. You know, you're real, uh, real. You have a masterclass of that, um, and uh, and well done to you guys because I think it's fantastic. Ah, oh, PG, thank you very much indeed. You can hear more of that podcast, by the way, at buzzpodcast.co.uk. And if you look under the entertainment biz series you will see episode eight 
is the Peter Gordon pod, the one-to-one with Peter Gordon. And you can hear a full 40 minutes conversation and with him. And it's really, really good. I've listened to it mm. numerous times. And did you like the praise that he gave us, Jack? Yeah, brilliant praise. I felt really proud. I mean, when we started, before we started recording, he came on, we, we um, had a chat off there to find out what we can and can't talk about. And Roger made lots of connections in radio. And I was just sitting looking at, this is great. I should be recording all this. It was a great, great part before we started. We'll have to know, get so. him back again to talk about Yeah, he's, he's definitely interesting. Come back and do another bits and pieces with us. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Well, it is. I mean, he picked up, actually, being very, um, slightly more serious for just a moment. Okay. It is important to us, isn't it? Community, being yeah. real, being sincere, supporting people that matter locally, you know, yeah. and that's everybody. And that's what we're about. And that is what we're about. So if anybody wants to come and talk on the weekly experience, just get in touch with us at... It is roger at smjmediagroup.uk or jenny at smjmediagroup.uk. And we'd be really, really happy to have a chat. Mm-hmm. Get in touch with us. We'd love to talk to you. Right. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast for today's quiz. Nothing relating to locations, nothing relating to Hampshire, Berkshire or Surrey today. How are you going to do, Jack? I hope I might do better. I might win one. How are you going to do, Beverly? I'm going to reserve judgment. So a real challenge with you two today. Uh, uh, I'm always scared. uh, We've got a Christmas theme going on for the next couple of weeks, I feel, on the show. So Christmas related... Here we go then. Question number one. Who proposed to who in the 2008 Gavin and Stacey Christmas special? And they've watched them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jack, you are impossible, aren't you? Bless him. I think I might know. Okay. Question number two today. The snowman was shown on TV for the first time in which year? I'll give you some clues. Was it 1982, 1983? Or 1985? That's going to be a guess for me, that will be. And your final question today. Which famous US political figure and celebrity makes a cameo role in Home Alone 2? Oh, goodness. Mm. I've got my phone very close. You like movies, Jack? I've watched, I've watched Home Alone, I'm just trying to think now. Yeah. Oh, mm. right, OK. Oh. We've got time to think about it. You've got time to think of it. Answers coming up at the end of the podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. Right, that's our quiz out of the way. Coming up, we have more from the team here. Plus, also, we've got some little treats. We're going to be... Oh, eating. <laughs> You'll hear us eating <laughs> on a podcast. So exciting, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so coming up, we're here. From uh, we head to Fleet and Church Crookham for their Christmas light switch on. Uh, also, we go around the world. All coming up next on the weekly experience. Funny Boats Comedy Club. Ah. All over the shop in Farnham, different parts of Guildford, Camberley, all over the place. Check out the website. Oh, what's the website called? Funnybonescomedy.com. <laughs> Check out funnybonescomedy.com. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> Fancy being a guest with us on this podcast, The Weekly Experience? Then email us now, roger at smjmediagroup.uk. 
Now back to the conversation. So welcome back everyone to the weekly experience. Coming up, we have thank you very much. Oh, we've got a little special one today. Ollie would, uh, from Ollie's Trees would like to thank someone and he's not thanking you <laughs> for flirting. <laughs> I was not flirting. Oh, this is, this is going to run for weeks now, isn't it? This is golden, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so we have thank you very much. Plus also on the podcast today, we have a very special guest. We have Mandy. We do. Mm. We have Mandy, very talented in very many ways. Yes. So she'll be doing a song plus also she'll be talking about the... Live, Laugh, Love Ladies Club. Yes. So more on that coming up on the podcast for today. Next, we hear from Catherine from Dingley's Promise. They're part of the Christmas Party Heroes campaign, which encourages people and employers uh, to donate what they would have spent on a Christmas party this year to a charity instead. You choose the charity. The website is christmaspartyheroes.co.uk and all the money raised goes to directly to your chosen charity from the list. And let's hear from Catherine of how she got involved and a little bit more about Dingley's Promise. I've always been involved in working with children and adults actually with disabilities and it's something that I don't I don't have everyone always says to me do you have a relative who has a disability or how how did you get into this but it was just always what I wanted to do from a very very young age actually. So um, yeah, I, I actually was overseas in Sri Lanka for 15 years and set up my own charity over there, supporting children with disabilities to get into the mainstream. And then returned to the UK and worked for a bit with Mencap. And then when I saw the Dingley role, I just looked at it and thought, this is this is an organisation that's got something really exciting about it. And I think what what's amazing is that there are so many specialist settings who work with children with disabilities, but we flipped it to say yes we're specialist but we're using that specialist knowledge to build wider inclusion and that just I, I find it so exciting um, it's what I've always wanted to do and we're making a bigger impact now because we have this this way of working that people are really excited about. Well we work with children with special educational needs and disabilities in the early years so we support them through learning through play sessions which are like nursery sessions uh, we have centres in Wokingham, Newbury and Reading. And we also support their families, making sure they have the support they need um, to understand what's happening, how they can best support their children um, and adjust to a situation that maybe they didn't expect. Um, and finally, we also train mainstream nurseries to support more children with um, SEND in their nurseries, which is really important for general inclusion. Um, throughout the UK. So some of our children have complex disabilities, they might have life-limiting conditions, so they may not be able to speak, but we have lots of different ways to work with them and to make sure that they can experience the early years and enjoy the early years for as long as possible. So we have those children who may not be able to communicate with other children in a way that you would normally see but there are so many other ways other than verbal communication that, that we use with them and so we teach them that, that how to communicate in different ways and we support their families to be able to do that too and then on the other side we may have children who are very verbal who may have um, behaviors that people find challenging and in those situations we'll again work with them in a different way and help them to succeed in the early years and wherever possible for any of those children, we're always looking 
at whether we can transition them into the mainstream than maybe was expected. And it's just about making sure that every child we look at, what's the potential? How can we help them reach that? And getting more children than ever into mainstream education if it's right for them. What's really amazing is it's just because we're trying to make sure that support can continue by supporting families from a distance. So that's really exciting. And although it's a horrible and hard time for a lot of families, at the same time, we're also seeing developments happen even at a distance with remote support. Absolutely. And and I think the, the, you know, the second really, really exciting thing is that we've also been able to not only provide that for our families, but because the support is now remote, we're offering it to more families who don't even come to our centres, but who have children in the early years with SENS. So we're now spreading wider to help more families. And then on top of that, we've also been able to um, adapt our accredited training that we normally offer to nurseries um, to help them to work with more children with SEND. I, I hope that what it will mean is that all the people who are able to do that training will go back and be able to accept more children with special educational needs and disabilities in their settings as a result of being more confident and having better skills. And there's a lot of discussion at the moment around if people are volunteering during this time and if people are feeling that community spirit they may not have felt for a long time, how do we maintain that in the long term and how do we make sure that we take the best bits of this crisis and make sure that they continue into the future? That's, that's a really difficult question. We've seen a lot of um, difficult figures in the news about charities and obviously it, there's a huge increase in demand alongside what we all forecast will be a big decrease in income. So, you know, as a charity, we are working really hard to try to understand different ways to raise funds that will um, hopefully balance out the funding that we lose. I would imagine that businesses will be finding it tougher, so maybe giving less to charity. So best place is to go onto our website, which is www.dingley.com. Dot org dot uk. If you go on there, there's loads of information, ways you can get involved, ways you can get support if you would like support from our family support team, and also ways that you can access that training if you want to develop your own skills in your early years setting. So get in touch with us at any time. Um, we'd love to hear from you, really. Catherine from Dingley's Promise. Now then, if you'd like to help them once again, I'll give you the reminder. It's the Christmas Party Heroes campaign, which encourages people and employees to donate what they have uh, spent, possibly on a Christmas party this year. Instead, why not spend it on a charity? They are one of the chosen charities on this list. It's christmaspartyheroes.co.uk and all the money raised directly goes to uh, your chosen charity there. And one of those charities is the lovely people from Dingley's Promise who are doing some great great work across the region i don't know they have had difficulties this year like most charities but they need your support at this very important time right should we have uh, a little bit of a break here on the podcast we're going to scuff our faces with uh, some food we're yeah. doing taste testing taste testing yeah. so we've taste got... testing number one ladies Sh- and gentlemen should we should we, should we, keep, should we do your savory bits first that's not savory we, but he doesn't no. want oh, to. Oh, sweets, okay. Right. They're all sweet things today. Mince pies. So we got here two mince pies. One's very cheap. The other one's very expensive. Now, now here we go. Now, <laughs> explain to everyone that's listening to this podcast, right? We said to ourselves, we have a little debrief. We think of hard and 
concentrate what we're going to do on the podcast after we've done the last podcast, don't we? Tina? We do, we do. And we come up with ideas that we want to do on the show. We so do. I suggested last week, for instance, mm. or or did someone else suggest this idea? I think we all sort of came I around think, to it. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we all like food. We all like food. Yeah. We so all- we said, right, we'll all spend up to a maximum of £5 per budget per yes. show yes. over the next couple of weeks on the run-up to Christmas on some Christmas items. Christmas nibbles. So I went to Sainsbury's. <laughs> I got some decent food for you. I even bought some drink for you. I think the way you look at her box, I think she blew her budget. <laughs> <laughs> now, two Christmas mince pies. You chose mince pies and you chose mince pies. Well, that's it. We What's never, going on? We, well, we just Are said, you married, you two? We <laughs> said, let's just do random food that we wanted to. And now, you see, we can do a taste test between two sets of mince pies. Mm. Oh, is this why you've done it, is it? Yeah. Mince pies testing It's all about being real, Roger. <laughs> well, I was, I was, <laughs> I was running around today, so I didn't have a, a quick... Well, I just quickly grabbed oh, these, you know. So you didn't spend any time on this, no? Anyway. You went to the garage, I will next week. Yeah? You oh. went to the garage and you bought some mince pies. No, that no were corner shop. Corner shop. Oh, Jack, you went to the corner yeah. shop. Okay. What should we try first, then, okay. people? Right. Should we, we won't say which is what. No, we've we, we got two mince pies. They definitely look different to each other. And I would say from um, looking at them, obviously on the podcast, you can't see them. Um, well, Jax is Discover the Choice Six Mince Pies, a short crust uh, pastry case filled with delicious mince meat topped with a pastry lid and dusted with some sugar. Well, let's talk about pricing first, because mine does show the pricing on them. <laughs> Two for so, two pound. There you go. Mine's well, two I for two pounds. I think they all look different. Yeah. My, mine are six. Two packets for two pounds, you said. Yeah. Two packets. Two boxes. So that is how many? You've twelve. Got twelve mince pies for two pounds. Two pounds, yeah. And I have six mince pies for two pounds. She only bought four of them of us. Yeah. But well, I did only bring, <laughs> before the boys say anything, I did only bring four with me because I had to eat two last night. Because oh, I had like late hungry. night nibbles. Oh. So, what, did you say yours are six pounds? Is the, cr- is the no, cream coming for these, by the way? Oh, two pounds. Okay. Two pounds for six. I still yeah. think that's really reasonable. I was only saying you're saying six pounds for the box. I think, bloody because they do, yours do look more expensive than mine. So, you went to the corner shop. Where did you go to I get your mince pies? I went to Iceland. Iceland. And Ooh. I bought the ones that said luxury. Right. Six all butter mince pies and the good housekeeping. Keeping Institute. So that's good, bad, well, not bad for £2 still. Yeah, and it's taste approved 2020. Right, okay. Right, so should we, should we try. Which one should we try first? Try the cheap one first. Cheap, cheap one. one first. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, you see, go for my one then. This is really interesting listening. Mm. Just some squirty cream for it. I mean, nice. I normally, I normally stick it in and squirt it inside. <laughs> 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 Moving on, should we just have one bite of that one? Babe, this is a family show. Yeah, exactly. I never said no, anything. No, you didn't need to. It's just your look. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh. Sorry, sorry, people. Right, we're trying the the. Uh, we're going to now try the one that I bought. So, what do we think? Hold on, before you start the. New, oh yeah, okay. The, what do we think to the? Uh, I'm not the sure cheaper about one the amount of, the of filling. There's not much filling. No, there's not much mm. filling in there, is there? And That's why he puts his squirty cream in there. I'll the, they have full of space uh, up. And the, the pastry is quite thick. But remember, we're having these cold, aren't we? We're not warming them up. At well, all. I always have them cold. You have them warm, do you? Yeah, Sometimes. nice warm mince pie. I like I like I like mince pies. Hmm. I say four in a bowl. 
and cold custard. Yeah, and cold custard. <gasps> nice. Mm. Anyway, we're right. dealing with what we've got. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got cold mince pies. I think the pastry is quite thick, but it is nice flavour. So we're trying the Iceland ones now, yes? We're trying the Iceland, mm-hmm. recommended by Good Housekeeper. Definitely got a lot more filling. Mm. Definitely. And um, the pastry is nicer. Yeah, the pastry is better. Mm. Yeah. So I would prefer them over my cheap ones. Yeah. There's not, no, the pastry is nice. You can light. tell the difference. No, it's not always quantity over. Well, no, quant- no, yeah, quantity in it. Quality. Are you quality. To say, Jack? Well, yours is quality, and mine's quantity, <laughs> <laughs> and they do taste different. They do taste different. They're yeah. quite light. They're lighter, aren't they? So, in conclusion, what ones do we like best? The luxury ones. <laughs> the luxury ones. <laughs> yes. So that's that's the luxury six all butter mince pies from Iceland. Why do you say? Why do you say Iceland? <laughs> you know, Iceland. My daughter said that. My daughter said that. She said, "Why are you saying Iceland?" Iceland. <laughs> Iceland. So it's a new improved recipe. So I don't know what the previous one was like, but yeah, I would say a good um, eight out of ten. Good. Yeah, I think those ones. I think ten out of ten are quite nice. I do like Mister Kipling's ones, but they're very close to it. There you are. Yeah. So there you are. The more you pay for them, the better quality mince pie. You say more you pay for I them. I don't necessarily agree <laughs> with that, do we? Well, I don't yeah, think in so. The, in this taste test, yes. Right. Uh, I actually like the the store baked ones. Mm. Oh yeah, the the, the the fresher ones. Mm. Yeah, the ones that they make. Anyway, moving on. Right. There you go. Right, your turn now. Taste. No, no, we'll come back to that. Okay, no, okay He's cool. gone all possessive about them. Neither taste none. test number two coming up, and also a little bit of. Uh, Fizzy pop coming up Mm-mm. on a on a podcast coming soon. Anyway, let's move on t- on today's show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's hit the music and go around the world. So then, we head around the world to Basingstoke, Ontario, mm-hmm. which is near Hamilton in Canada. Taken from the spec, the Hamilton spec. That's what it's called there. Is that a newspaper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's got some seasonal greetings. I'm expected to chill the area this week in the form of snow, apparently. What's it going to be then, temperature-wise? Environment Canada forecasts wintry showers, including Basingstoke, uh, Basingstoke, Ontario, starting today to last for a few days. How exciting is that? A bit of snow, so going to be pretty cold there. Do you know what? I think we're getting snow here. I think we? there is snow predicted for us as well, which mm. is what I heard just before leaving uh, for the secret location. Because mm. we are pretty cold here because we are in the North Pole ourselves, aren't we? We are indeed. Mm. So mm. there you are. I have to see the gritters out earlier as well. So mm. definitely going to be cold. Do they name the gritters, by the way, here? Uh, names? No. No? I don't know. Oh, come on. <laughs> What's, what Charlie? What What's going it? on with Surrey Burry Cancel or something like that? Or Hampshire? Do they name them where yes, you come from? Yes, they name. All the gritters have got names. I'll try and find that for you for There's next week. There's not many people down there, though. What, in the West Country? No, mm. oh, there is. There's plenty. <laughs> Cheeky. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, let's look at the Berkshire Weekly in Pennsylvania. Now, the Reading Public Library there, as well as a couple of other libraries, check this out for a top story, which is uh, making headlines in the Berkshire Weekly. They are offering free outdoor Wi-Fi, and it's available from the main library on Fifth Street. 
Is that a main story? That's one of the top stories. Is that definitely Reading Library? Or Reading, Reading Public Library. Well, not Reading Public Library. Well, I'm not sure how they, uh, how they pronounce it in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Plus also there in sport, Reading United, that is, win 2-0 over Ocean City. Right, okay. Plus also the weather there, rain and thunderstorms with gusts up to 30 miles per hour hitting Reading later on today. Do you realise anybody coming into this podcast halfway through might be thinking, what on earth is going on? <laughs> they would be panicking. I live in Reading. Oh, my God. <laughs> it could be like um, that radio show years ago when they thought there was the world was ending. What was that called? Oh, I can't no. I can't remember. No, I can't okay, remember. We need to get back on that one. Yep. <laughs> you do your research on that, okay? Mm, yeah, Thank I'll you. report back. Thank you very much. And that today, ladies and gentlemen, is Around the World. Um, now, by the way, I'm thinking of around the world. If we know anyone that's listening to this podcast, uh, Jack has told us in the past where we have some listeners abroad as well, don't we, Jack? Yep. Um, Russia, name of a place? Russia, yep. Uh, America? America. Um, where else? Australia? Australia. Mm-hmm. New Zealand. Canada? Canada, yep. That's on the, on the app. So if you are listening to this podcast in one of the countries that we've mentioned or any other country... But they won't be listening because they're not in the country. Or if you're in a country we haven't mentioned and you're a new country, just get in touch with us. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. we would love to speak to you. We could speak to you on a Zoom call. Yeah. We can do. That'd be amazing, wouldn't that? Wouldn't that be fantastic? Yep. Yeah. So get in touch with us here for the podcast. It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk uh, if you fancy getting yourself on the podcast. So then, Bev, who have you got? Well, we've got Mandy. We've got Mandy Dinely. Hi, Mandy. Lovely. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Beverly. Thank you. It's so it's so good to be here. Thank you. And how are you? Re- really good. Yeah, not bad actually. What have you been up to then? You've been doing some interesting things. You've got some Christmassy stuff coming up, haven't you? Yes. What do you mean as far as singing is concerned, or writing? Well, we're talking about your uh, Christmas fair, your live live. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Beverly. Yeah, and we've got um. So, Live Laugh Love Ladies Club is a group. That's based, it started off in Bournemouth and it's expanded and we've now got groups all over the UK and I run a group in Fleet, which is really great. And we've been doing pretty much everything that we normally do um, online. So we've been doing exactly um, as lots of people are doing it via Zoom. So we've been running events, having speakers on. So we thought, why don't we get together and do A, a Christmas party online and B, a Christmas fair. So um, we've got this fabulous Christmas fair, which I'm in the team for the Christmas fair. And it's fantastic and it's going really well. We've selected, handpicked some gorgeous stalls, all sorts of things. What kind of things then? How does that work exactly? How would people buy things? Yeah, so in the same way that you would look at their website, they have a post and then they have their links on on the posts within the group. It's a closed group. So we invite lots of people in. So it's it's like a you've got a captive audience really and they just put their two posts a day they're allowed and on a Saturday they can do two posts and a video if they want to um, and of course Facebook loves videos so we, we like to do quite a few lives if we can. It's and always quite nice isn't it it's a different dynamic when you do a video. Yeah. And how do people yeah. pay do they pay the people directly then? Yeah yeah we don't there's no transaction with us at all they have had to pay for the stall because we've worked really hard to get the audience in 
um, and keep, you know, we advertise everywhere. We send emails out. It's, you know, we've covered a lot of ground for them. They're, they're getting a, a lot for their money, actually, in fairness, because we've all worked really hard. It does sound very innovative, I have to say. That's 2020 style big time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we love it. I've been along to a, a couple of your Live, Laugh, Love events um, when we could get out and about, and they're really good. They're full of really nice people wanting to have a nice time. Um, that It's uplifting for people. So you know, thanks for organising and starting that one in this area. Oh, I love it. And I love it when you come along. It, I, you know, the good thing about it and the beauty of it is that you don't have to be a member. So you could come along once that year, you can come along twice and you don't have to have paid for a membership. But the beauty of the membership is you do get extra advanced benefits, you know, such as a bit of discount each time you come and you get your card stamp. So every 10th visit, I think, then you get a free one. So there are benefits for being a member, especially during lockdown, because if you're not a paid member, you can't have access to all the videos that we've got um, behind the, the website which is people like Harry Redknapp that we've had on. And you have interesting speakers, few... don't you? I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, we've had some, and some of my friends who are actors, we've had on vocalists. It's, so it's, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing, really. It's a great thing to be a part of, I have to say. And what else? How are you dealing with, because you're a fantastic singer, as we're going to hear a little bit later, because you've, um, we've kindly um, recorded some couple of songs for us, one Christmassy, one not. And um, how are you coping with not singing? Or I know you did a Zoom or no a Facebook Live um, concert for fundraising, didn't you? Which was lovely, really, really good, really good fun with your husband. So how are you getting on with singing during this year? Yeah, thanks for asking about that. I I loved singing, so I, I really missed it. I I, I thought I would miss it um, less than I did actually, because I was so exhausted. But actually, because after Christmas, you just do so many gigs. But I really started to miss it. So I just did lives for the fun of it. And actually, in early lockdown, a lot of people were really lonely and unhappy and miserable and scared. And, you know, there was a lot of unknown feelings out there, really. And so I know that by doing some of the lives, because we had fun and I don't take myself too seriously. You know, I know that I can sing, but so many other people can. But I know that you know, I can deliver a song in a half decent way. And I'm, I speak to the audience. And so I did quite a few lives. And then we did the, when we had the celebrations in the streets, my neighbours asked Pete and I to perform, which we did. And then we started to get back to do some work, paid work. And then of course we had our second lockdown, but actually um, some of the, I do lots of different types of gigs, but in the care homes, which is what I love doing as well, they restricting some of them are restricting you to one vocalist per home so you can't so that in essence it's great that we're free again but you know there's still restrictions out there so well now yeah now yet. we're going to be into tier two yeah. it's um, a little bit challenging and you and I are going to kind of hopefully do a little bit of work together next year no oh, I hope so well, let's hope hey that'd be really lovely yeah. Fantastic. So could you just remind us of the Christmas market that you got and how people can access that? Yes, it's called, let me just check, I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> Although I, it's hard to say Live, Laugh, Love. It's hard to say Live, Laugh, Love Ladies, but it is actually called Live, Laugh, Love Ladies Club Virtual Christmas Fair, which you have to try to join and then we let you in. Um, 
on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's only on Facebook and it's an online fair. We've got lots of lovely independent storeholders. They're all independent. So they're all small businesses. It's a perfect opportunity, isn't it, for going shopping from your settee? Yeah. At any time. It's open all day, 24 hours a day. And when does this run till, Mandy? Yeah, actually, we've extended it until, um, oh my gosh, it's 12 days from tomorrow. So it'll be the 12th. (laughs) 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 Have you been on the whiskey? (laughs) No, I wish I had. But we've got the 12 days countdown, which starts tomorrow. So everybody will know that it's coming to an end and they'll know to get their shopping in before we close the Facebook page down, which, which we will. And what's been the general response behind people? Hey, Roger, yeah, it's, it's great, actually. I mean, I think it's always a gamble. If you're out and about in, pers- in person on a stall, it's a gamble when you pay for your stall, who's going to come through the door. doesn't matter what everybody does behind the scenes. You're never guaranteed that many sales. Sometimes you get lots. So, it, you know, it was, it was a challenge online, I have to say, because we wanted it to work for everybody. And I would say that 95% of the storeholders are really happy. Um, I don't know of anyone that's really unhappy, but I say 95% because some people have sold more than others. So obviously, you know, there's going to be some that will think, oh, wish we'd had a few more sales. As always, though, in real life, it's like that. So exactly. it's the yeah, best that yeah. we can do this year. And I think, you know, I take my hat off to you. It's fantastic. So thank, thank you. you. I'm going to ask you one final question before we let you get on Um, who you would like to thank this year because what we are doing on the podcast every week is we are thanking those unsung heroes uh, from 2020 who would you like to thank oh my gosh what do you mean unsung hero as in just someone that's really done a good turn for you or somebody that you would like to thank personally well do you know I don't think I can pick one person but what I would like to say is it's the network of people that I know people like you and people that are out there business networking people that have supported people like me and that I to to me I don't think I would have been so upbeat in lockdown if it hadn't been for all these lovely people so you know we're all struggling but to actually offer support when you're struggling as well is amazing so I can't I can't really pick a person actually fair enough Mandy it's been lovely to have you on the podcast today thank you very much indeed for joining us all we can say team is wish her a happy Christmas yeah happy Christmas Mandy happy, happy Christmas oh happy Christmas to you guys as well you're doing a great job thank you so much thanks Mandy that was really great now we get to hear Mandy singing Santa Baby I hope you enjoy this one it's festive it's Christmassy and it's lovely. It's pretty vintage as well. And some of the Christmas songs, uh, the vintage ones, are so lovely. So here we go. This one's called Santa Baby. Santa Baby, slip the sable under the tree for me. I've been an apple bird girl. Santa baby, I'll hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, add on a space convertible to my blue. I wait up for you, dear Santa baby.
Christmas list. Santa, honey, I wanna get and really that's not a lot. I've been an angel all year, Santa baby. There's one thing I really do need I did To a platinum mind Santa cutie And hurry down the chimney tonight Santa baby And fill my stocking with a duplex And checks Sign your ex on the line Santa baby And hurry down the chimney Andy, that was really great, and we're looking forward to listening to you again at the end of the podcast. Do you know which one song she's going to sing for us? All about the bass. Oh, that means then Alexa can play some funky lights for us. Oh, yeah. Not that you can indeed. see it on the podcast. I, I've silenced her. I put her on mute. Oh. <laughs> Didn't you want a mince pie? No. Oh. Keeps we, telling about other things. Perhaps she would like some of my selection a little bit later on, everyone. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yes. And she might want some fizzy pop of mine, too. Well, maybe oh. you could bring her in a little bit later and find out what she's got Christmas. Hmm? Okay. She, she won't know. Right then, how are we getting on with the quiz? Play the quiz music, Jack, please. So who proposes to who in the 2008 Gavin and Stacey Christmas special? Number two, the snowman was shown on TV for the first time in which year? Was it 1982, 1983 or 1985? That's question two. Question three today, which famous US political figure and celebrity makes a cameo in Home Alone 2? Have a think on those questions. Give you a recap and the answers to the quiz at the end of the podcast for today. Right, still to come on the podcast today, we hear from the residents from Fairmile in Fleet and Nepal Gardens in Church Crookham, and we say thank you very much to all still to come on the weekly experience. Call Quick Printers in Farnham for all your printing needs. We print everything apart from money. We are fast, we are local, and above all, personal. We print everything from business cards, leaflets, brochures, banners, signage, vehicle graphics, labels, anything and everything for you. Call us today on 01252 710 or email us sales at kkfarnham.co.uk. It's our business to make your business look good in print. Fancy being a guest with us on this podcast, The Weekly Experience? Then email us now. Roger at smjmediagroup.uk 
Now back to the conversation. Welcome back, everyone, to the Weekly Experience. We hope you're enjoying today's show with a bit of a Christmas flavour to the show. Uh, More music coming up with Mandy a little bit later on on the podcast. First of all, though, it's a bit of this. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of all the people who have assembled here, I would merely like to mention, if I may, that our unanimous attitude is one of lasting gratitude for what our friend has done for us today. (laughs) And therefore, I would simply like to say... Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Thank you very much. This is where we reward those unsung heroes... We asked Mandy a little bit earlier on on the podcast uh, who she would like to thank. She found it a little bit difficult, didn't she? But, she did to start with. But uh, yeah, it was lovely to hear from her uh, when she thanked somebody for today. Now then, we're going to remind you of somebody we had earlier on on the podcast today. And his name is Ollie from Ollie's Christmas Trees in Fleet. So, Ollie, who would you like to thank? It's definitely got to be my dad. You know, there's no two ways about it. Like some people are uh, very privileged to get some things early in life, and I was one of those people. I don't, I don't like to ignore that. I didn't make this on my own. My dad helped me massively. He showed me how to do accounts. You know, running a business is not. This is the simplest business as it comes, guys, and I find it really hard. <laughs> so uh, he really, really helped me with that. And uh, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have all of this. Admittedly, I put a hell of a lot of work into it over ten years, so I'm not piling that off either. But it started with his help and his support. So he would probably, he has to be the primary person that I thank. Ah, that was Ollie from Ollie's Christmas Trees today in Fleet. Thanks, Ollie. Uh, So who would I like to thank? Well, I'm going to say this on the podcast for today. I'd like to thank all my friends and family, especially my niece Alice and my brother and uh, his lovely partner Julie as well, and my mum as well. But basically, I'd like to say on the podcast today because, you know, I don't want to make it morbid, uh, but sadly in the last seven days since we last spoke on the podcast I lost my dad which was really sad but you know he celebrated 78 years of of, uh, a life which he enjoyed and yeah I'd like to pay tribute to my family and also my dad as well in the podcast it's lovely that's lovely and he produced you too indeed and did he would he would have always said to me you go work yeah, exactly. You said that when it happened and you yeah. messaged me and said, yeah. that's what you said. That's what yeah. I'm, yeah. You would always want me to be working. Mm. And doing something that makes you smile, yeah. which yeah. is most important. I'll be looking down on you and saying, stop being lazy and get to work. Yeah, and he heard a couple of my radio shows in the past and, you know, he always gave me praise. I can always, a, a distinctive memory is when I started in radio, for instance, I was never on the daytime. I was always on the overnight shift, for instance. So my shift sometimes would be one till six in the morning which is a godly hour, I must admit. <laughs> but I absolutely loved being on the radio that time in the morning. And my parents used to always say to me when I'd finished or whatever, a couple of times, they would say to me, oh, I heard you this morning. We had you on from 4.30. Wow. So, you know, that's the dedication of my parents and especially my dad. My dad was always up early. And also, um, I worked with my dad as well. Before I got into radio, for instance, I worked with my dad as a carpenter and machinist. Wow, so he taught you lots of things. My dad taught me lots of things. Who would you like to thank? Well, following that one, Mm -hmm. um, I'd just like to thank a friend of mine who helped me immensely this week because I've let my garden grass grow too long 
And he came round with his like big petrol mower and made it short for the winter. So thank you, Paul, very much. Oh, that's really nice. You think it don't see a lot of that these days, do you? People helping each other out and neighbours and stuff. It's lovely. It's lovely. I think this year, well, he helps me out quite often with stuff like that, yeah. to be fair. But this year in particular, lots of people have kind of stepped up and been neighbourly and looked after each other. Mm. Excellent. Jack, have you got anyone? You, you do this every week. <laughs> My mind just goes white black. Yeah, I've got anyone. Have a think for next week on the show, yeah? yeah. Have a oh, think just a quick you... question before, you, before we sort of come off this a bit. Yeah. Did you dad ever watch what, what we're doing here? Yeah, or well, listened? Uh, to watch some of the podcasts. Yeah. Uh, he has heard some of the podcasts, yeah. Okay, cool. So, so you'll probably be listening to this one. He will be now. Yeah. yeah. Got an extra energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's it. So there you go. Uh, so there you are. If you'd like to uh, thank someone for someone that's got a good turn, because this year has been a trying time for all of us, as we kind of experienced. Uh, so please do get in touch with us on the podcast. You can send me a little email if you want to, roger at smjmediagroup.uk. Thank you very, very, very much. Thank you very, very, very much. So I gave you my email address just a couple of minutes ago. I'll give you Jenny's, Jenny at smjmediagroup.uk. Why am I giving you that? Well, I can tell you, uh, we here at SMJ Media, who produce the podcast, uh, are looking for you in the way of a business, charity, organisation to feature on a podcast. We have hundreds and hundreds of podcasts that we've produced this year. Uh, thanks to the lovely Jack over there, who's kind of been behind all of this, the brains behind SMJ Media. Here with and his knobs. In, indeed, with all his knobs. And Got stuck buttons. with that now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so there are plenty of podcasts. And if you fancy getting yourself onto the podcast, get in touch with us. And I will mention at this point as well, uh, we are doing some recording for podcasts in Basingstoke on Thursday, the 10th of December. December. And don't forget, we're now planning Wokenham. Indeed. Yes. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Mm. So watch this space. We are expanding. We could be coming to you. Could be shoving a microphone in your face. So if you're in any of those areas... <laughs> Literally. And North Camp, we might have a little... Oh, yes, yes, North, yes, North Camp, Camp as well. Oh, yes, that's, yes. that's planned as well. Yeah, so um, anybody wants to talk um, about anything in particular, we're here and yeah. we'll... You know, we're going to be booked up seven days a week just talking. And it's not just about business either. It's anything, really. Chat, talk, COVID situation, you know, how you've been handling it, whether you just started doing fitness, um... You, you maybe want to do any Zoom calls, you know, anything, absolutely anything. Got a story to tell. You and know? Life, every day is a school day, yeah. isn't it? It's all about learning. We always say this, Roger, don't we? It's really nice to hear people's stories yeah. and you learn from it and you just, oh, I'm continually inspired by people that we talk to in the community. We'd love to hit, talk to some mums as well, find out how they're getting on with the teaching kids while they've been off school and going back to school, all that sort of stuff as well. Oh, that's, that's a good yeah. point. Family yeah. struggles, anything. Get in touch with us. We'd love to speak to you on the podcast. Don't be frightened to uh, speak to us. We're a fan. fan. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, he's had a mince pie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're a friendly bunch, aren't we? Definitely. Indeed. Right, let's get on with the podcast for today then. Uh, The weekly experience. Let's go and switch some Christmas lights. And uh, I've got to pass over to myself. I hate doing this where I've got to introduce myself. Beverly, will you introduce me? Roger, what have you been doing and where are you? So we're in Fairmile in Fleet today and we're joined by a bunch of people here and a load of Christmas decorations. A Sunday evening, everyone's got their hot chocolates here from Caleb's Coffee. What's your name, sir? Peter. And you are? Audrey. And Kathy. Sheila. 
Okay, so we're in the community. You live in the area, you guys, don't you? Mm, yeah. So how long have you lived here? Who's going to speak? 50 years. 50 years? 50 years, yeah. And what do you love about this community? Um, everyone who lives here. Yeah? Super community. So who's yeah. your best neighbour here? Um, Dave. Dave? Yeah. Dave, uh, D- Dave are you a champion? Uh, champion at everything. Master of nothing. <laughs> Fair enough. And what do you love about the community? I just like the friendliness of it and it's a nice road and seeing all the children coming. It's just lovely here. We're very fortunate. Now, how old are you, may I ask? Uh, 90. 90? You don't look a day over 21? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) How long have you lived here then? Well, I brought my family here so they could go to the local school. We lived through the woods in Cranford Avenue. Ah, OK. You must have some great stories to tell Oh, us. we've had some lovely times on the island yes. here. And everybody brings out the food and the long tables are here. It closes a bit of the road here so the children can't get run over. So how <laughs> and does we it, have a great time. How does it make you feel today when you see everyone with Christmas decorations it's up? It's great. We don't realise there's a virus around. <laughs> we won't talk about that. We don't talk about negative things here. Listen, they're not here. They've Ex- gone away for the day. Excellent. So... <laughs> Are we all looking forward to Christmas? Yes. What do you love about Christmas? Children. Yeah? yeah? Just to see the children and the excitement. It's lovely. Excellent. Yeah. So what's Father Christmas bringing you? Let's go around. So have a think. What's Father Christmas bringing you this year? A turkey to cook, probably. Turkey. <laughs> good, good health, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, good one? Yes, that's a good one. I'd love to see my grandchildren, but I don't think I'll be able to. When was the last time you saw them? When did this all start? <laughs> oh, uh, February? Yeah. Well, yeah. I have seen them since then. But uh, one's at Newcastle University, so I haven't seen him for a while. Excellent. But as we're 81, we're not going to be able to go You're 81? Yes. Yeah, you don't look a day over 21 either. <laughs> oh, he's full of flattery. <laughs> now, what are you looking forward to Christmas for, especially? Well, I'm glad that it'll be Christmas and it will enter a new year. I haven't asked you what you... uh, This one here, are you looking forward to Christmas? Well, if we can have a Christmas, yeah. But I'm hoping I can see my children and grandchildren. Excellent. Guys, I I bid you all a happy Christmas. And thank you very much indeed for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much. Excellent. Ah, that was a lovely community of Fairmile. They were lovely. They seem really, really lovely. Very jolly. Really, really nice people. So if you're ever around Fleet, uh, pop yourself down to Fairmar because there's some great little displays there and also some other ones which we'll get into in just a couple of moments, which is a little bit up the road in Church Crookham. Oh yeah, I really love a drive around at Christmas time with the family and having a little look and see what's going on, a little bit of a hot chocolate. I think we need around. to get in the SMJ Media Beetle I think we need and to. Uh, do some uh, recording, I think. Mm. There's, there's more Christmas lights lighting up soon, so um, keep listening. Oh, okay. uh, I think there's more passion this year because a lot more people putting stuff out in their gardens now. Christmas yes. Eve decks coming I've up. Done, yeah, I've already yeah. done ours. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Hey, should we have some more food? Let's do that. What right. have we got? Uh, right. I have, ladies and gentlemen, baklava. Uh, how do you say it? Baklava. Baklava. I think. Are you familiar with baklava? Yeah. It's kind of flaky pastry that's full of honey. Indeed. You ready to try some? I am. Are you, oh, Jack? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, they look interesting, actually. Yeah, he loves his sound effects. 
Right, go on then, Bev. Is this, okay. chi- is this like Chinese sweet food, is it? Help yourself. Here you are. This tells you what's on the back. Okay, I'm just going to take one at random. While she's doing that, I'm going to crack on to some drink. Okay. He's brought a drink a... to share, but he's brought one can between us. Right, this is <laughs> Tiny Rebel Electric Boogalooga Passion Fruit. Is it? Has it got gin in it? I don't know. It's got 4.5 volume in it. Are you ready? <laughs> You've got no idea right. what it is, have you? Right. See if we can get the noise. Ready? Good noise. Good noise. Hold on. Right. Oh. <laughs> have a bit of that. I've got the drink now. I'll have to So do you've the got a bit of well. the... We'll all try it together. We're just running around, filling each other's glasses up. <laughs> Hanging ourselves with the microphone cables. <laughs> okay, Jack. So, what is it? It's very frothy. To it start is very with. frothy, isn't it? And I thought it was going to be pink, but that's it's something like a, it's a bit like a. What, what does it say? Uh, yes. Uh, smells good. I don't know what it exactly is. God, look at the froth on that. That's like hazy pale. Uh, I think it's like a pale ale. Do you know oh, is it? Yeah. A pale ale. Pale ale so this is your, you've got to talk about, you've got to talk about it because none of it, the rest of us have no clue what we're well, doing. Well, what we'll do is we'll take some pictures of these. It smells, we'll, it smells yeah. like a, a, something of a pear beer. Well, it's a, no, it's a passion, it's a passion fruit. Oh. Yeah, because I can smell the passion bit. Passion fruit. Uh, and the head on that is quite passionate as well. It's just, <laughs> it's really thick and frothy. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Ready? I won't say down in one, but we're just um, hold on. Hold, you've got to do it like they do wine, haven't you? <sighs> oh yuck, yuck! No, I, actually, do you know what? I love that. Uh, I don't like pale ale or beer. No, I don't like beer or lager. Not a fan, Jack. No, that's doesn't. Where's the sugar in that? <laughs> There's no taste to it. It's not clear. It's cloudy, isn't it? it smells nice I've though. No, I, I would never be able, at the moment, Roger. I can't say that I would be able to know where to buy this or what it is. Okay, you. But I, I went to Sainsbury's. I bought that. That was two pound twenty a can. Okay, and you buy that from what aisle? Um, the alcohol. No. Alcohol. 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 You know, I think that's fine. I think by the time I finished this three inches, <laughs> <laughs> love you can have the rest of it if you want. We have to start bleeping around. I don't around. mind it. I don't mind it, but there's something not too too bittery for me. There's not much to it, to be fair with you. No, yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of, it's like when you go to a Christmas party and somebody's made punch. You kind yeah. of think this is quite nice, and by the time you finish it, you think. Yeah, really. I think next next week when we do some more, we bring a food each. It can be savoury or sweet, yeah. and a, and a drink each. Yeah, small something small, so you know we don't get too tiddly or like that. You know, no, or tiddly at all. It doesn't have to be alcohol. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna sort of kind of get something and then I could put it in the oven, but I didn't get a chance. No. Yeah, I can't do another near. Could yeah. be dingable. Well, I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. I can't. I'm thinking. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. But, so what's, I, what's this other thing you got here, bro? this. Baklava. Baklava. Right, which one so am I So what gonna... shape have you guys got? I've got oh. the triangle one. Okay. That looks, that am looks... I being mum here? I've yeah. got a roll. That right. that's, that's looked like multiple layers so of things. So Jack, you've got cashew nuts layered with folded phyllo pastry. 
I've got the kind of rolly one. Uh, that's phyllo pastry stuffed with crushed cashews. So it say it's got nuts in it. I got my injection anyway. So if I do bloom out, just whack it through the heart, you're right? Not, you're not. <laughs> no, all right. And <laughs> shock his face. Just ignore them. So I have got. <laughs> Not cashew nuts. Right, you haven't got cashew nuts. No, mine is walnut. Mm. Cracked walnuts elegantly layered between phyllo pastry. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one. Mm. Mmm. 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 That's got lots of layers in it. That's a phyllo pastry, isn't it? Mm. That's what I was supposed to. It's, um... Different layers in it, but you take you can mm. when you bite into it, you can actually feel the different sizes and layers. Mm. That's nice. So like it's that. um mm. DinaFoods.com. Obviously, mm. Roger's got it from Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's, and they're handmade. Do you like it, Ben? They're jolly nice, actually. Well, I couldn't have nice, I couldn't yeah. have more than one packet. Oh no, you wouldn't. How many is in there? <laughs> Twelve, I think, isn't there? Yeah, that's yeah. It's nice if you if you nice little um, selection. But if you want a sweet tooth. Oh, look, I wish I'd had the coconut delight. Well, have that one then. Where's that one? You can have that one the next interview's on. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a real success. You can, you can, we'll let you do it again next week. Have I won the taste test then today? Oh, the competition is then. All over you there, look. For individuality, because obviously Jack and I are on the same page. Bibs ne- next week, yeah. <laughs> okay. But so look out for this article again next week, and so we'll what, be doing what? a drink and a. Um, that Christmas snack. Yeah. So we'll what we will do is we will put some pictures of um, all of our items that we've bought, mm-hmm. like the empty boxes. I've eaten them. Like, yeah, I know you've had all the mince pies, but we'll put a picture of the box and also we'll put the can up there yeah. as well. So you can yeah. have a look as well. So you can have a look. So you know what we've kind of drank and ate yep. on the podcast today. All right. Very right tasty. Then. Bev, will you introduce me, please? Roger, yeah. I think you're in uh, Church Crookham. In an area called... Nepal Gardens on Crookham Park. And you are? I'm Claire. Claire. So then, tell us about the area we're in here. What's it like as a community? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's a really lovely community feeling, actually. We, most of us, bought our houses from new, from the developer. Um, Some of us moved in about eight years ago, and the road has recently been completed, and all the residents here have been now here for another year or so. So we've all got quite close in terms of supporting each other, people moving in and welcoming them to the neighbourhood. So, yeah, it's a really lovely spirit. How long has this been going on for? The lights, the Christmas lights, have been going for eight years now. They've got more and more each year as more residents have moved in and we've all added bits and pieces to our houses as we've gone. But essentially, yeah, eight years. It's pretty magical today, I must say. It's lovely and I think I've noticed that a lot of houses have got more lights up than before and I think we all wanted to make it a really special occasion. Um, 2020's obviously been a very difficult year and I think we all wanted to make sure that we brought a bit more Christmas spirit to the area than usual. So how do you plan a thing like this? We've got a WhatsApp group for the streets. So we all communicate on that. We make sure that everyone generally throughout the year is okay and we all check in with news and updates and things. Um, and then we basically agree a date. Everyone puts it in their diary and then we work back from there. So how do you individually plan something? Do you kind of get together and you go, oh, I'm going to put that on there? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of photographs taken in garden centres and someone goes to Costco and obviously shares what they've got. So we get a lot of ideas and inspiration from each other, but essentially people do whatever they want to do with their own houses. And uh, we all get together one night and enjoy it. And why do you think it is so magical, especially this year? 
I think everyone's had a difficult year or they're aware of people that have had a difficult year. And I think that, you know, what, what we've seen over the past few years is that Nepal Gardens is becoming known as a bit of an area to come and look at the Christmas lights. And I remember as a kid, it was one of the big highlights for me was getting in the car with my mum and dad and brother and sister and, and going round and doing that ourselves. So it's lovely to see cars and families walking up and down the road and, and coming to enjoy what we've done. So I think we wanted to just give it a bit of an extra kick this year to bring a smile to a few more faces. Now, talking of this year, who would you like to thank? That's a tricky one, I think. There are a lot of people that have been a brilliant support network to me personally. Um, as a street, we've come together to start giving donations to the food bank because we think that's really important. And I think, I think I'd really just like to thank anybody and everybody who has checked in on somebody else this year to make sure they're okay. I know I've shared a lot of messages with friends and I've had a lot of messages and I think that's sort of kept me going at a time where it can be quite difficult. So it's, sort of a, it's a big thank you this year, I think, there's a lot of people. Claire, I would like to wish you a happy Christmas and a happy community. Thank you very much. So, yeah, that was the lovely community of Nepal Gardens in Church Crookham. Have it's you been past? Um, no, I've not been there yet. I'm not quite sure. Crookham Park, isn't it? Yes, yes. Mm, no, I've not. On my to-do list. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. Uh, have you been to Disney? Yes. Going down Main Street in Disney. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. With the colourful lights there coming down the houses. Because they've done it very... Um, I would not say... I'm not kind of slating people when they do their Christmas decorations outside. Good. But it's all kind of a theme there, if you know what I mean. Oh, right. With colours. They thought about the colours. They thought about how it would look next to your next-door neighbour and all that kind of stuff. That's really great. It's a new, quite a new community there, isn't it? Mm. The, um... It's nice that's happened because a lot of places, they tend to have competitions with neighbours. My light's going to be more. And then they, every year, I've noticed on the old Dean here, every year someone will go, OK, I'll, I'll be better than last year. Uh, they'll see a neighbour, yeah, we're going to outdo them. Not like they say here, is coordinate. That's Speak lovely, isn't it? Yeah. And did she say that she had? They've got a, a WhatsApp community group, yeah, and that's uh, beneficial as well. I think exactly because they said when we uh, when we recorded that, for instance, it was an opportunity for neighbours that they haven't seen for a lo- uh, for a while because of COVID, um, and also it reminded them of the campaign that we had, of course, this year, which was clap for carers. Yes. So it was kind of a reminder of that. What they did there was to get all the community together. Everyone was walking safely, you know, keeping their distance a little bit. Enjoying. But also saying hello to a couple of people. And Caleb's coffee was there serving his coffee as well. And it was just a brilliant just a really little atmosphere. Nice. I'm going to go there. That's going to be definitely on one of my um, nights out. You know whereabouts it is, don't you? I know Crookham Park, but I know the name as of the you road go in, now. As you go into Crookham Park, you've got the Sainsbury's on your right-hand side opposite there which is the first bit that got built on that development just past the school then no just before just the before school. the school just before oh, the right. school okay nice yeah have a look for yourself you'll okay. like it we'll have to go and get get some video shots indeed yes. uh, there are some pictures by the way that i have done already uh, which is up on fleet community life facebook page Fantastic. There you go. Right, uh, still to come on the podcast, we have another song from Mandy Dingley, plus also on the Weekly Experience, we have the answers to the quiz, all coming up next. Gravity Force, the coolest, fittest place on earth, right on your doorstep, here in Camberley. Interconnected trampolines, angled edges so you can literally bounce off the walls. Are you having fun? Fancy yourself as an adrenaline junkie? Or if you want that next fun-filled activity with your kids, 
Gravity Force offers you all of this. Do you want some more? Kids, teens and adults will love the foam pit, dodgeball courts and slam dunk basketball hoops. A new way to exercise. Unparalleled, unmapped, out of this world, free jumping fun for everyone. Gravity Force Camberley. Find us at www.gravityforce.co.uk. Go on, let yourself fly. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey, it's the weekly experience. It's the best, it's brilliant. With Rog and Jack. So welcome back to the weekly experience, ladies and gentlemen. And on the podcast, it's the lovely Mandy again. Do you want to introduce this song, Bev? It's All About the Bass by Mandy Dinely. I'm all about the bass, about the bass, no trouble. I'm all about the bass, about the bass, no trouble. I'm all about the bass, about the bass, no trouble. I'm all about the bass, about the bass. Yeah, it's pretty clear, there ain't no size too. But I can shake it, shake it, like I'm supposed to do. I got the boom, boom that all the boys chase. All the right junk in all the right places. I see those magazines working that Photoshop. We know that shit ain't real. Come on, now make it stop. If you got beauty, beauty, just raise them up. Every inch is perfect from the bottom to the top. My mama, she told me to worry about your size. She said, boys, like a little mama. No trouble, I'm all about the bass, about the bass, no trouble. I'm all about the bass, about the bass, no trouble. I'm all about the bass, about the bass. I'm bringing booty back, good and tell them skinny ladies, hey, I'm just kidding. You think you're fine? I'm here to tell you, every inch is perfect from the bottom to the top. My mama said to me, don't Go ahead and move along. There goes, you know, 
So if that's what you're into, then go ahead and move along. Because you know I'm all about the bass, about the bass, no treble. I'm all about the bass, the bass, no treble. I'm all about the bass, about the bass, no treble. I'm all about the bass, about the bass. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Mandy. That was really, really great. A cover of Megan Trainer's All About the Bass. I love that song. I know you can't see it, but uh, we did have the lights flashing whilst we, we were doing that. And clicking our fingers. Clicking our fingers. Yeah, Mandy, really. thank you very much indeed. Thank you for being on the podcast today. We really appreciate your support. Right. Press that music. How do you fancy winning some Elf on the Shelf goodies? The Works Camberley and the team at buzzpodcasts.co.uk. Jack, how's the competition been going? We've got two winners. <gasps> so one's for the Advent uh, Calendar and the other one, Advent Book Calendar, and the other one's for the Elf on the Shelf goodies. Have you got the applause sound effects? Oh, let me see. It's on here I know somewhere. I'm throwing this in, but there you go. Yes, we've got, we got applause. Okay, right. Beverly, who have you got as a winner for the... Elf on the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf, where I was a little elf. Yeah, <laughs> we have Jenny Morton from Bracknell. She wins the Elf on the Shelf and all the goodies will be winging their way to you. Fantastic. Well uh, done. Plus also running aside that... Now, don't forget, of course, the competition. Uh, we've got to say a very big thank you to the works in Camberley and buzzpodcast.co.uk. Uh, so the person that wins the book advent is Ali Bartlett from Farnborough. Well done, Ali. Congratulations. Those prizes may be with you now or they may be winging their way to you. Should we do the quiz? Should we give you the answers to the quiz? Yes, let's try, Jack, hey? Uh, right. Let's see well with this. You ready with your applause button once again, again? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Who's going to get the applause? Is it going to be Beverly to my left-hand side, or is it going to be Jack on my right-hand side? Question number one today. Who proposes to who in the 2008 Gavin and Stacey Christmas special? I'm not, not going to ask Jack because he doesn't <laughs> watch the show. Um, well, I don't know the name of the character... But it's the girl with the dark hair and the strong Welsh accent. <laughs> you are technically right. You're thinking of Nessa, aren't you? I'm a yes. Yeah. But which one? Who did she marry? She married... Um, or proposed. James. To. James? Yeah. James Corden? Yes. No, wrong answer. Dave proposes to Nessa in the 2008 Christmas special. So I'm not going to give you any points. That's harsh. I got the actors. Would you, you wouldn't have got that because you no. didn't watch the programme. Yeah. No. All right, see if you can get this one then, Jack. The snowman was shown on TV for the first time in which year? Was it 1982, 83 or 85? I'm giving you a multiple choice of three. Give me your year. 1985. I'm going 85 too. <sighs> All wrong today. 1982. Was oh. it? Yes. And what was the song that came from there? Can you remember? I'm walking in the air. And that was sung by? Ali Jones. Yeah, you get a point there, but I'm yeah. not going to give you any points because that's <laughs> oh. not the quiz today. <laughs> so then, can Jack win the quiz today? Because I think he might get this one, I reckon. Do you? Mm. Don't feel confident about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which famous US political figure and celebrity makes a cameo in Home Alone 2? 
what did you say US yes it's not the matey's president right now is it it's kind of Mr. Trump yeah Mr. Trump <laughs> Mr. Trump is not president no it's Mr. Mr. what's his name Biden, Biden. he's broken his mm. foot has he yeah. oh, I didn't know that Playing so what dogs. are you saying Jack I'll say Trump Beverly I would say um, Bill Clinton. One point goes to one of you today. You ready with the applause? Yeah. Jack, you take the applause today. Yeah! You've won! You've won! Oh my God. You've was... won. Don't let the glory go to your head. It was though. Donald Trump. Was it? Yeah. Can you believe that? No, not in there the you are. Yeah, he had a cameo in the film. Mm. That's shocking. Home Alone 2. I sort of pictured him because he's a bit like um, that Elon Musk. He does things in shows just to get his advert out. Yeah, Does yeah. he? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he'll he'll, he's been in like Iron Man as Elon Musk himself. Talking mm-hmm. about his electric car. Very quick scene. Do you think he'd come on here? No, talking about himself. I doubt it. No, I'll, t- I'll tweet him, see if he'll do a, <laughs> okay. a yeah. Zoom. <laughs> Go on then. Do it so you can talk about anything you want. Right, definitely do that. Right, it's been a busy podcast for today, hasn't it? It has, it has. Now then, if you fancy getting on next week's show, by the way, get in touch with us, send all your details. You can email us if you wish to. Roger at smjmediagroup.uk to speak to us. That's about it for this week, team. It's been a really good fun. So more taste testing next week on the show? Yep, definitely more taste testing and more songs. Plus also more market traders we'll be speaking to, plus also more Christmas music. Yeah, definitely more Christmas yeah, music. Yeah, more festivities as we get nearer and That's nearer. It. And we'll soon get our Christmas jumpers out. <gasps> Ooh, yes. Right, that's all on the podcast next week, ladies and gentlemen. Have yourself a good seven days. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Weekly Experience. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcasts.co.uk.